0: Welcome back to the Emoja Speeds podcast with your host, Shalonda. Hey there. If a podcast about foster care, good, bad, and ugly, to share the reality of what foster care feels like from the perspective of the youth that were in custody, as well as aged out, successful foster youth who do not get the recognition that they proudly deserve. We also talk about trauma, healing, and the success of foster youth who decide to work on themselves so of course if this podcast interests you be sure to listen and subscribe so i know that i've been gone off the podcast for quite some time actually i think this might be the second or third podcast out of the entire year and Honestly, I can say to myself that I have been completely swamped and I think emotionally overloaded with a lot of stuff, physically and mentally. So I want to use this podcast episode to discuss like, how the environment in which we stay in really affects our directions, the path that we are led to every single day and our focus. So let's jump into it. When we have a physically disorderly space that we're in or a chaotic, emotionally chaotic space that we live in, it affects us and how we are able to focus and really align ourselves with what we know that we need to do, but we choose not to do. I found myself recently in a more procrastinating, distracting mode and I know that I go through these ups and downs where I have a ton of focus and I do the things that I know is right and needed and everything works out and I'm balanced and my priorities are in order And then I go through a downward spiral where things are chaotic and confusing and it really takes my focus off of the bigger picture and I'm not constantly reminding myself of my goals. And so when I'm not reminding myself of my goals, the day-to-day actions that need to be handled, well, they fall by the wayside. And so... I know for me personally, I need to look at the things and write down the things and constantly have these reminders for what my purpose is and the direction that I'm seeking to go into. And really take those days where I'm not feeling as driven and focused and allow myself to rest, allow myself to really just Sit in and I'm accom- um, sit in the appreciation for my accomplishments, and just rest in it and think about what have I done up to this point. I not think about the further future ahead of me and all of that because if I only stay focused on what I haven't achieved, that's in the future that I know that I want to, and I don't give myself credit for the now then I will always feel like I have to go through these loops and processes where it's an up and down type of thing. But also, I just heard or maybe another podcast or maybe read something and the post said that, you know, I have some days where I clean up the house, I do four loads of laundry, do the dishes, mop the floors, fold all the clothes, do my business. Make sure the kids are good. And then other days, I drop it. I don't do nothing. And I just watch TV and I just want to lounge out. And I'm like, yo, that is so true. We have periods of our lives and times where we go and we're so productive and focused that nothing can knock us off. We have everything in line. And it reminds me of when my therapist said, you know, I color I color coordinate things and I'm always writing things down to stay organized. And then I show someone my system, which I have a few binders for my system. And I always go through, you know, the duties and tasks that I have to complete. And I just like the fun of checking them off. And sometimes I like the fun of just seeing different colors. And that is more productive. But when I go through emotionally disrupting events, I go into this retreat mode and I shut down. And I was recently telling someone this, like, yo, I know I'm a self-reflecting person. So I know that I shut down. I know that I allow things to get so chaotic When I look at it, I'm like, I want to do something about it. I really do. But I cannot bring myself to do it until I sit down and do it. So when my environment is chaotic and my life is spiraling out of control, the first thing that I have to do is take a second to breathe and review the day that has passed. What did I? Oh, now my glasses fell. What did I do? What did I accomplish? How did the day go? How did I feel? And do I feel good? Because the feeling matters, right? I could have completed a bunch of things today and did not feel good, happy, joyful. I could have c- completed nothing at all. And I felt really good. So I also really paid attention to how I was feeling. And so I was like, let me make this podcast episode. Because when I first started the podcast, it was more so just freely speaking and getting things off my chest and just being allowed to have a voice. And then I got away from it because I started consuming too much and it just became an overload of information and then also some things that happened in my life that I'm like I just do not want to pay attention to these things. I don't want to sit down and plan out all of these events even though I know I want to do these things in a matter of months. I don't feel like sitting down to write it out and to plan it and to call people and I don't have the capacity to do those things right now. And so the first thing that I had to do was cut off the distractions like my TV. And I needed to sit down and breathe and just take a second to think about my day and reflect over my day instead of allowing myself to just fall asleep and just say, well, the day is over. Forget it because the next day is going to come. And if I did not deal with what was bothering me the previous day, it will always spill over into the next. So I just I just took some time to think. I had to stare myself in a, the mirror. I had to look at my reflection and really think about my actions over the past like month and where I am right now. And then I go back and I look at my goals, everything that I wrote down at the beginning of the year and how focused I was and what I wanted to do. And to remind myself, like it's slowly coming together, but I'm not hitting the timeline and the time frame that I had wished. And things seem like it's slipping away from me. It's not, obviously, because I have control over that but i'm not i'm not in the right emotional enthusiastic energetic set of i don't know mindset to really accomplish it and so i was listening to different podcasts to really just hype me up right and to make me realize that um it's not all about what I want to do. Some things I have to do, I must do, regardless of the motivation, regardless of how I feel. Things must be done. People depend on me. And so it's small exercises that I was listening to on the podcast that basically, you know, detail like what I should do, how I should go about it, like different audio books that I you know, recently got into, and I'm like, yo, yeah, that's that's awesome. I should be doing those things. But since I'm mostly listening to the audiobooks while I'm on the go, I usually do not sit down and do the activity. But I think that I will. And I'll share the activity with you when you feel like you have a chaotic environment. Clean up the environment. We... If our minds are cluttered, our physical space. Let's put it like this: if our physical space is cluttered, our minds represent that. And I always had this this connection with this, where my it, my physical environment is chaotic; it's in shambles, and I always reflect that back to my mental, because if I can see the physical dysfunction in my household i can tell the physical dysfunction in my own mind that does not mean that because i see it i do something about it all the time sometimes i like to sit in it i like to sit in my mistakes i like to see my errors and really address it because if i push over it and bypassed it and act like it didn't exist and it didn't happen well it only happens again because i didn't address it today so it shows up tomorrow the physical mess is still there the mental mess is still there because if i'm distracting myself away from let's say cleaning my house or sending that email or writing my book Or calling up people that I need to call up that I'm responsible for. I have that job role. Then guess what? All of those tasks and activities that I have to do, they only get pushed over to the next day. And then, if too many tasks get pushed over to the next day, we feel truly anxious because... When you look at the list and it's starting to compile from different things that you have put off, now the list is so large that you know that you don't have the ability to complete it in that day. And so you have to break it down. I know for me, when I know that there is a task to be done and it's a lot of moving parts, I have to work on one individual part to complete that thing before moving on because my mind do not work on this multitasking type of feel where I can just easily jump to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing like no I need real focus and then when someone is talking to me and they're telling me all the things that I have to complete I have to write these things down and for some things that can be done really quick If I don't do it immediately, I forget. And I want to relate this back to like physical environment. So when I'm in a rush and I drop something on the floor, it literally only takes a few seconds to pick it back up. And if it has a place to go, it only takes a few seconds to just put it back where it belongs. But... When I'm moving too fast and I'm doing too much, that one thing seems like it's a lot to do. And then that one thing becomes two to five to ten, knocking things over, putting things in the wrong places, and then having to reorganize it and put it in its place. And that takes forever not just with physical stuff, but mental and emotional things as well. If we bypass our emotions and we bypass our tasks and responsibilities that we have to do, we might do it once. Once may turn into five. Five into twenty. And then we're looking at all the things that we have to take ownership of and responsibility for And it seems impossible. And so we get overwhelmed. I'm speaking because my own personal experience is leading me back to the same habits and things, even though I know consciously good habits, right? I know consciously of those bad habits. However, how do I connect my consciousness of knowing that I know I need to do the good habits to minimize the dysfunction mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. How do I make that connection? I don't have the answer. I'm still figuring it out. I am still, (laughs) I am still figuring it out. But I also know that environment environments matter so having people in our environment and around us matters. it affects us and the reason why I have not been as productive or focused and prioritizing is because a lot of the times I'm more affected by someone's energy and I like to take more time for myself. But I find myself still, even when there are times where I know that I can just find that five minutes to myself, I don't take the opportunity to really lavish in that five minutes. I'm looking to fill that five minutes up with something to distract me and to take me off of my path and my journey And I ask myself, why? Do I not believe that I am important enough to give myself five minutes? Do I not believe that I'm strong enough to go through my emotions? And I have to ask myself these questions. And maybe if you're feeling like you're not really connecting your daily actions to your mental capacity of what you can reach and really, you know, fulfill and connecting to your path and your journey. I dare you to ask these questions. Do you think that you are important enough to stay focused for five minutes to give yourself that time and space that you have given to so many other people? Can you fix one thing by slowing down and paying more attention? What is it that takes away from the things that you have that's going on, your responsibility? Is it social media? Is it people? Do you have a healthy environment? Is it emotionally secure? All of the things that I have to ask myself, And then after asking these deep questions, I'm like, ooh, now what do I do with this information? Right? If I don't feel like I'm safe, if I don't feel like I'm focused, then I have to take action. Eliminating the people that are around me. I have gone, you know, months at a time without talking to people. Or I give them a short time period, like, hey... I can talk to you for five minutes, but do not call me multiple times a day. Don't call me after a certain hour. Certain things like that, you cannot overstep your boundary with me. So I take it into account. Like, you can't overstep my boundaries. I won't allow it. And it has taken me some time to really hone in on my boundaries. And I have... Started reading a a book. I got an audio book for that one. But I've been listening to my audio book about boundaries. And the things that people do to try to push those boundaries. And then my responses to it. So I'm getting well prepared. And when I say healing journey, because I am on my healing journey. Healing is not just one way, asking yourself all of these reflective questions. It also means taking action, setting the boundaries to have that space for yourself, have that security for yourself. I must create security emotionally, physically, and spiritually within myself so that it gives off that vibration to people, to let them know, no, I won't allow you to do that to me. No, I will not allow and tolerate tolerate this. Absolutely not. But it means that I have to do the reflective work and then take the action in order for something to change. So yeah, changing my environment Changing the people that are in my environment. And really trying to put myself in a position where I would be in love with my life. In love with myself. I think I'm done. I think that's it. That is my little talk free bye guys episode and i should relate this back into foster care somehow right because i always do right so let's loop this around into foster care because we do not get to pick our environment or the emotional state of our home and things like that like we can't pick someone's temperament and make them into people that we want them to be we can't shape the foster families that we have or group homes we just can't but in those type of situations I would say have a focus. When I was in foster care, I had a focus. And my focus was my education. And I loved reading books. I could be taken to any world I wanted. And mostly, I remember reading the Twilight series. I was, I was so nerdy. But those books were fantastically written. They were written so well. And I loved them, and then the last book um, I ended up reading, like I think it may have been like three hundred and fifty pages, or you know something like that. It was like outrageous; it was super big, and I read that within a matter of like a couple of days. And I was like, "Whoa!" So focus, um, is big, you know, having something to really just allow your attention to be drawn towards that. You cannot put it down. You don't want to step away from it. That book literally followed me everywhere I went. Picking it up to read those pages. And going to sleep. Well, technically not sleeping. Just getting in my bed. Trying to read in the dark with my flashlight. <laughs> so, having a real focus. A singular Focus that you cannot put it down you don't want to be distracted away from it will be the lifesaver of your mental health, spiritual health and physical health because you have clarity of what you want and I have to find my focus my singular Focus, I'm so crafty and creative that I get so distracted, and my mind goes in all different types of directions and I am of course a water sign, so I'm so fluid and and trying new things and going to new places and figuring it out and What I need to do is be more of a rock and be still and find that focal point. So thank you for listening to this week's podcast episode. And hopefully you found something that was intriguing. Something that made sense. Something that you can get out of this podcast episode. But I welcome you to go back and listen to any other episode previously. And then I I hope that you can start a conversation with me on social media. I am mostly active on Instagram. Instagram at your mojas speaks (laughs) (laughs) one word it will also be left in the description box thank you so much for listening thanks